Economic crime is a threat that's faced by all organisations at all times. But particularly at the moment, with many public sector organisations facing spending cuts, now more than ever, economic crime might well be an issue. So what is the overall trend? Who's committing economic crime? And what are the consequences? What would you say is the headline finding from the survey this time around? Okay, I think the headline finding, Nick, uh, from two years ago is that um, almost half of all respondents to the survey said they'd experienced at least some type of fraud over the last 12 months. Really? Uh, absolutely. And I think what was more revealing underneath that was that of those respondents who had experienced fraud, uh, about a quarter had experienced more than 10 instances of fraud over the last 12 months. So once they'd actually experienced it, it was quite a high level there. So what's driving that? What's driving the fraud? Um, I think there are obviously a, a wide variety of pressures that are driving that fraud. Um, the private sector recession that hit sort of 24 months ago um, has forced a response from public sector organisations essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and that's led to a, a public sector recession. Um, mm -hmm. We're seeing within the UK the coalition government's response to essentially the austerity measures uh, are having a significant impact on the pressure on individuals and also suppliers to the public sector. Mm. And there's individuals and there's uh, as, as employees but also as suppliers. So who is committing uh, fraud? In terms of who's committing the fraud, we've seen quite a significant shift there actually mm -hmm. from the survey. Um, so the first level to, to look at that is um, between internal fraudsters and external fraudsters. Mm -hmm. And what we found is that the level of fraud committed by internal, essentially staff members of public sector organisations, uh, has risen from about a third of all fraud up to two thirds mm -hmm. of the fraud reported. Um, so quite a significant shift there. Um, I think the pressures on individuals will, will, will explain some of that um, and also other explanations will revolve around actually the focus of public sector organisations at, at present. Mm, mm. And so in terms of there's the, the who and we often think about individuals, don't we? But increasingly this is becoming a virtual uh, crime. Andrew, as, uh, I was interested to see in the survey the increase in cybercrime. Do you want to say a bit more about that? Yeah, certainly. Uh, within the survey we've seen that 28% of all respondents actually expect to be hit by some sort of cybercrime over the next two years. And 40% of all the respondents, you know, thoroughly thought the uh, the cybercrime risk was increasing. And it was interesting, actually, what you said around third parties. You know, third parties where the business processes are becoming more devolved and more outsourced. You know, the boundaries, the business boundaries, and the traditional gateways are being broken down. Absolutely. No, that's a key, that's a key driver of government at the moment. You know, they're, they're trying to open up government and the supply chain into government. Um, and the, one of the consequences of that is that the potential in Whilst it's got great benefits, mm. there is obviously the risk of increased fraud. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, the, the suppliers are quite often taken at their word in terms of what controls and security aspects they've got in place. And with some larger government departments having several thousand suppliers, you know, they can't get round them all to check you know, what controls they've got in place and, and the rest of it. So there is a, a quite a significant potential from the threats to come from this kind of third party, slightly external, but really internal user. And of course, cybercrime can happen in an instant, but it can have long-term consequences. What, what are the impacts that are coming across from public sector organisations? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, a, a cybercrime can happen in, you know, in seconds. Whilst monitoring, we're seeing you know, a prevalence of monitoring amongst uh, the respondees. Ultimately, there needs to be some decision made, and the command control structures within organisations, including their third parties, need to be ready to move. You know, the government departments and public sector do look after a lot of personal information, and that's the priority for them in terms of protecting the public. So, 
how and what commitments are they going to make to, to the potential victims, i.e. the public, around what they're going to do in order to stop it and support those individuals. And it has yeah. big reputational consequences for both private and public sector. Indeed. Absolutely. And I think both organisations suffer from reputational impact of fraud. So if this issue of economic crime is, is rising, particularly as public sector faces recession, what can public sector organisations do to protect themselves? Um, well, I think for me, Nick, uh, the, the primary question that public sector organisations need to ask themselves is what does their fraud strategy actually look like? Um, first question being, you know, have they actually got a strategy and when was the last time anyone actually looked at that strategy? Um, and then once you've established the strategy, it has to answer really two key questions. Um, one is, does it really address what do you understand what the risks to your organisation are from fraud? Um, so have you actually, when was the last time you undertook a, a fraud risk assessment, for example? And once you then, once you actually understand the risk that your organisation will face, you're then in a far better position to actually respond to those risks um, and actually then to think about how you take those forward. Um, so picking up, and that's particularly relevant for some of the new emerging risks like cybercrime that, that we're experiencing at mm. present. From a cyber perspective, monitoring is great. Knowing what you're looking for you know, is ultimately the most important thing. So having some intelligence and insight into what's out in the world at the moment. Having then actually identified that there is actually an issue occurring or has occurred, you really need to then actually swing in your command and control, your senior business leaders, work out what commitments your organisation is going to be able to make to the potential victims or the user base, and get out there and make some firm commitments and statements about what you're going to do or are doing about it. Excellent. So, Ian, Andrew, thank you very much. A very quick cast through the findings of our, our survey, which is obviously becoming very much a board level issue. Um, if you're interested in more details, take a look at our report, which you can download from our Public Sector Research Centre website. Thank you.